Hello everyone, welcome back to Creators Exchange. It's your girl Mira V here. Today I'm going to be speaking with Mark Clinton, who is a Florida native, also New York City-based photographer who specializes in documentary photography as well as editorial. He's amazing and he's also sword um, in this pandemic. So I'm so looking forward to seeing how that all came about. Let me bring Mark on in here. He's on time. Hey, everybody coming in. Hey, Mark. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. I hear you good. How are you? It's so lovely I'm, to see you. It's lovely to see you as well. I'm good, you know? I'm good. Just trying to soak in the last couple of days of decent weather in New York. Before... <laughs> New York has gotten cold, hasn't it? Not yet, but everybody's trying to get over to L.A. I feel like everybody I talk to, I'm like, yo, I got to get to L.A. I got to get to L.A. So, Honestly, you know, hopefully... I lose track of what time of the year it is because the weather's so consistent. Right, I right. Kinda you miss, from, like, you from New York too, right? I'm from I'm from the DMV, but like all right, all right, all right. I miss the four seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fall weather and all of that. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. I can't it complain. It's it sunny is. all the time. <laughs> you, are... you just broke really? up. I can hear you now. Oh my bad. Right, um, you out here doing it, so it's, it's dope to see it. I know. I'm I'm trying. I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through 2020 in America, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring you on in. I know this this like live is way overdue. We've been meaning to like have a conversation for some time now. Since like April, yeah. Since, yeah, since like the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I think the timing now is perfect more than ever because so much has happened, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's been a lot for us to process as creatives, as humans, as black people. So, um, but you specifically in this pandemic has like literally like, I think you had your, <laughs> no, I think you had your moment, which I feel right. like um, you deserve because you've been putting in work for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm just so happy to kind of see like your journey evolve. So I just want to like dive into that a little bit and like speak about um, yeah. what that's been like, you know, especially entrepreneurship before we go into like the pandemic, like entrepreneurship, how long you've been hustling, how long you've been doing photography, you know, mm -hmm. what has that experience been like? Yeah. I mean, you know, like you've been there from the beginning, right? Like it started off with just like DMing people like, hey, you trying to, you want to shoot? You want to yeah. like, put together a concept? We would just meet anywhere, Broadway, anywhere in Brooklyn and like just shoot a quick look, 15, 20 minutes, post it on Instagram the same night. Yeah. Um, and rinse and repeat, right? And I think, um, you know, a lot of the challenges for me, because I wanted to get into like more fashion leaning photography was like needing a stylist and a makeup artist and a model. But like, I remember working with you, you do your own makeup, you do your own styling and you fly like, so it all yeah. worked out. So we're able to like do, how many shoots do you think we did? Like maybe like- I think we did a lot. We had a whole gallery show. Like, yeah. come on. We did a lot. And I just want to like thank you for like always just riding with me. Like, yo, we can we just please just make this happen? And like you, you believed in me. And you was like, let's do it. And you was always down. Yeah. So like, I appreciate yeah, yeah. you. That's why I like value so much as a photographer. Because one, you just get the shots. Your editing is great. You know what I'm saying? And you just mm -hmm. you just get it. You know, and you captured me so well a lot amongst other people. I'm just happy I was you know even able to be on your list of of you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's, it's funny because we have a lot of comic because like you hustle so much like I, I the stories you always have like your daily affirmations like that's a lot of that's a lot that goes into it especially like you know seeing what you do every morning with the yoga and the, like yeah. making sure your mind is fit first I think that's like the number one the number one thing that I underestimated trying to like navigate entrepreneurship and, and, and the business of photography you know what I'm saying yeah and I think and I was just thinking about that this morning too I was like dang mornings are like are kind of weird because I'm still trying to figure out my regimen, but I also know that I need at least the first hour to myself to make sure my mental is right. You know what I mean? Right. In order to set yeah, the right. tone for my day. Um, because as creatives, you know, we go, it's up and down. 
with us yep. you know one day we yep. feeling amazing the next day we're depressed <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's literally up and down so i try to at least keep that consistent and share that um on social media sometimes because i know a lot of people mm. you know look forward to it as well um yeah but like so tell me like you went literally from shooting on broadway to like being you know your your images are on time magazine you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. used by the new yorker I mean, yeah. the the list is extensive. Complex, Crown. I mean, High Society, like everything. Mm. What has that been like for you? How how has that experience been? You know, it's uh, it's you know, you you can relate, but like it's been weird. You're too humble, Be first of all. No, no, it's humble. been weird because it's it's too hard. Sometimes things are just happening, 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 back to back to back to back to back to back to back. So like when you list it all out like that. Yeah, it sounds like damn, like what a summer! And I've had a, I've had a, uh, an exciting year, career wise. I've, I've done a lot of things that I've, I've dreamed of doing career wise, uh, very recently. But like when I'm in it, it's just like the next thing, like the next, you know, the next day. Okay, I have to prep for this shoot. I have to yeah, yeah. do that. So like I, I've been trying to be more intentional about um, like sitting in it and reveling in uh, some some of the accomplishments that I you know wrote down on paper that I wanted to accomplish. So, you know, it's been it's been not what I thought it was going to be. I thought that, you know, when I got some of the credits and the credentials that um all my problems would be solved or like I'll feel finally validated like I've crossed the finish line, I've made it, but like it, it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> there's yeah. there's newer goals like I, I there was one there was one day where I had like a, a a complete feeling. I think when time came out, like I had the feeling of like whoa, this is the craziest thing. I had the mag Time magazine in my hand, right? Uh, this is the craziest thing. And I could just feel all like on, on my whole new set of goals just arrived in my brain. So like, so like now that I've accomplished these, you're goals, like I have now a new I reached this. What else can I do? Yeah, right. I feel I feel like I'm on a I'm a rookie again. I feel like I'm just now at the bottom of of my goal list because I have a brand new set of goals and it's and it's just as scary as it was before and it's just as daunting and, and intimidating as it was when I first started. So like, you know, I don't want it to end here. I don't want this to be like the finish line victory lap, right? So there's like, right. um, you know, as a creative, I wanted to to reset my goals and, and just start, you know, start on level one all over again. So yeah. yeah. And I think like as a photographer too, like just trying to maneuver through this pandemic, especially in the beginning more so than now, since things are, right. you know, slowly but surely starting to open back up. Um, how did you navigate even, you know, continuing to work and doing what you were doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm sure in the beginning, like even before like the protesting, you were like, bruh, we gotta be inside. But how long? Like, what? I can't go. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what, yeah. where did you, I'm sure you had a lot of pent up creativity, right? Mm. How did you let that out? How did you express yourself in those times? So, you know, I kind of had a feeling it was going to go south really quick because I had some like stuff lined up with some tech companies, you know, tech mm -hmm. companies have international offices, some offices in China. So like end of February, you know, middle of February, those gigs were being canceled for like April. I'm like, dang, like, okay, this is one job canceled. This is the next job canceled because of COVID. And I had to research it. I researched it like in February, like, okay, this is like a thing. You know, March comes around and like pretty much everything else gets canceled. You know, so I'm already in the hole for, for February. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think at first, I think everybody was kind of on the same wave. Like, okay, you know, we're going to have a couple weeks where we're locked down. And like, you know, how can we maximize this time and like focus and use this space and time to be creative or like, you know, but like, it was not that for me. It was just nothing. Like, it was just like, oh, I'm here, you know, I, you know, just here. Um, so I, I want, I wanted so hard to be creative during that time. Like I couldn't, like I, I just, it was just, I was watching the news like everybody else. I was just watching the news sitting down, you know, eating, yeah. playing, play, you know, play, open the PlayStation, back yeah, up, yeah. play the PlayStation, like, um, and I felt really, like, guilty for not trying to be more productive, but then I realized, like, okay, maybe, you know. Maybe it's just time to just sit, because we've been moving. We've been moving. Moving, yeah. moving, moving for so long, and, you know, since we are entrepreneurs, it's like, it depends, on our next check depends on us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How we have and so exactly, and here in New York, like, the episode at the time, like, people are dying, like, <laughs> so it's like, and I live right next to Harlem Hospitals right here. I can see it on my window. Like, you know, I'm hearing the ambulance going by. Like, well, I'm supposed to move board, like, some fashion yeah, like shoot that's, while that's people are trauma. being kind of. That's so much right, trauma. It's like, yeah, so it was just like uh, conflicting. So, you know, I, I think I had like sprints of creativity. Like, 
Yeah. Um, like I have a day where I just feel creative and I did like a shoot like in the house with plastic bags to just represent how cloudy I felt. Like that was our concept of that and shot it and put it and posted on Instagram the same day. Like it was yeah. just, and then I wasn't creative after that. Right. So did like, you do any just, like FaceTime shoots? So I had, I considered it, I had been researching it and I've seen like a bunch of dope FaceTime shoots. Like I actually thought about like hitting you up and doing a FaceTime shoot with you, but like, I was like, I just, it didn't, I wasn't It, it was like, it what is me. this? How yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, I see the Zoom shoots and like, shout out to all the photographers that have like made some amazing work during that time. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't try. I had like some, I had some like half baked ideas, but it was nothing I was really feeling excited about. And I feel like I was like forcing myself and hopping on a wave and I just couldn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't for me. So I just decided to yeah. just sit down and I actually um, bought a Kindle. I bought a Kindle um, and I just was reading reading books like reading, yeah. fiction non-fiction you know just reading reading books which yeah. is great because outside of this time when would you have found time to really focus in and lock in on some kindle it, like reading books right yeah exactly, you know? exactly, it's, exactly it's really been a blessing and a curse i feel this entire pandemic because you know if if you took time to really maximize it and took time for yourself and get to reset and um reevaluate your life you know then you you then you you hit the mark but if you didn't yeah. then you missed the mark um, yeah yeah I, I would say i would say this, this whole thing has been a curse but it's been a blessing that we've been able to find like some bright spots within ourselves because the whole yeah. situation with two hundred and ten thousand people dead like that's definitely a curse right but like we're fortunate to have found like fleeting moments of like positivity during this dark time during this time yeah. Yeah, yeah so like why do you feel it's important for like black photographers to like capture the times you know that we're going through right now through their lenses right i mean you know i don't think every black photographer has to capture the time you know um there, there's still photographers out there you know to this you know as soon as as recent as last week for documented protests i have not right so you know, and some photographers, you know, you know, it weighs a lot. It's, it's, it's everybody deals with this trauma and this grief at the same time. And I think it's up to artists and you know, photographers to examine themselves and how how they're feeling about this time, and that'll manifest their art moving forward. For me, it happened to be pretty literal with the protests because I always have been going to the protests. You know, whether it be you know in Times Square after Trayvon Martin verdict, or or you know, more recently uh, George Floyd. Um, I was just, you know, that was just the way I felt inspired to to speak my my anger. And you know, back to reading the books, I'm really late, but I like I, I finished Malcolm, the autobiography of Malcolm X, like literally the week before, right? So I was like in a different for the first time. I know a lot of people read it in high school and they're yeah, you yeah. know, teens, but like I had read it for the first time this year. And so the timing and how I felt after finishing that book was like. Right, it was like a week before that. It was that. just so perfect like was, timing, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and like you know, hearing, you know, reading it, he's talking about you know the Harlem YMCA. I can see it out this window. I live on Malcolm X Boulevard. Like it resonated deeply with me. Um, and I really have been meditating on like the anger and the uh, the injustice that's been happening to us for so long, right? So, um, you know, part of that led up to to some of the emotion that came out of the images. I think cause right because when when George Floyd passed. And 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 when the protesting happened immediately the next day, mm-hmm. what like what led you to literally just get up and be like, damn, I guess I'm about to go out here with my camera and see what I can get. Like, what? Tell me about your your mental process or what you were feeling at the time. Yeah, I mean, so sorry. Um, I just wanted to be out there. Like, obviously, I had been out inside the whole. I had been outside the whole time, the whole quarantine. So I just wanted to get outside. That was part of it. Like, I just was frustrated. You know, work's not coming in. Um, so I just wanted to, to be outside and just see what was happening. Because um, um, of what I've been accustomed to doing, right? So I've been to all the previous protests. So I went out. Obviously, there's a different circumstance with COVID. Um, so just document. I think I went out, like, the day before some of the stuff went. The, the pictures I took the second day were actually the ones that everybody yeah. saw. But I went out like the day before that um, and just walked around with my camera. I didn't really, I think I took out to take like four or five photos. Like I was just like in the protest, just in the protest. Um, and then the following day, 
you know, I literally hurried outside my window um, and I went out again um, to, to document, tell the story. Um, you know, it wasn't my intention to go viral. It wasn't my intention to like um, try to make a name for myself during this. I mean, you know, obviously I'm inspired by, you know, all the classic photographers that came before me and even, you know, and even my contemporary photographers of this time. Um, so I just wanted to document uh, what I saw and the differences between these protests and the la and the previous protests I had attended, like with the mask and the people passing out the the PPE and the, you know the, the alcohol wipes that were people were passing out. That was that was very unique to 2020. So yeah, and like when you when you posted that um, image of the one in front of the Trump Tower, and did it start going viral immediately? Or like, did your phone just start, like, how, tell me about that. I'm so curious. Yeah, it, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty, so that day, like, um, yeah, it went viral pretty immediately, pretty immediately. Um, but at the same, that, that's also the same time, my friend had just got arrested. Like, the la I left protest as my friend got arrested. So I was, like, kind of texting him. I, I've been in, I was in contact with his mom. Like, so I was also, like, doing that on the side. So I posted it, and then I went in, like, to other apps on my phone. Like I knew it was a good photo. I didn't. I did not expect you know it to do what it did. Um, and yeah, and then my you know my phone was, you know, probably not usable for like a week. Like I, you know, it was just wasn't really usable because it was just a lot. It was just the no. I guess the way it was working and the um, notifications was was just would be blank because um, it was just so much happening. It was just a, it was a very surreal experience. I felt um, I don't know. I, you you kind of think about what it would feel like to to. Literally, I remember seeing your following was yeah. like going crazy. Like yeah. one minute I would like see your post and I go to your page. The next minute you'd be like 20,000 followers. I was like, what? Yo, Mark is having his moment. He's having yeah. his moment. It was like, well, I think it was like 80,000 in six days, which is crazy. Insane. Yeah. But it's funny because exactly. a lot of I've actually lost I've actually lost a lot. So like that also kind of makes me think about like you know some of the performative act activism. Like you know my audience which had shifted a lot. Um, you know to people who were familiar with my work and my type of work to just people who were just like trying to see what was up or trying to support Black creatives at this time. Like there was a whole movement of you know white Americans uh, you know following black black creative. Uh, yeah. So part of it was that. So, you know, you know, it went up and then it dropped down and kind of leveled out. But it was uh it was definitely like an interesting time and like uh you know mentally it actually is it's kinda of weird because uh I kept trying to hit like a home run after that. Like I'm like, oh I can't I gotta follow it up. Like, You're like now I gotta up. follow and I gotta like keep it up. Right. You know, so like and I kinda of, like went into like a cocoon a little bit, especially last month. I just felt so much pressure to like, okay, now I'm supposed to be shooting Beyonce, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, so it's just like mentally just trying to like grow through that process. The whole time, you know, we're still black in America dealing with all this other external stuff, right? So, and I can only um, imagine the type of the, the type of jobs that you were that were hitting your DM or maybe your email, you mm -hmm. know, or the type of um, platforms that wanted to, you know, use your imagery after yeah. that, or you know, um, have you just have them buy off the images from you or whatever, however that works, mm -hmm. you know? How, how did you decide who to say yes to and who to not? I mean, it was it was, it was was a whirlwind. Like, shout out to, to Bruce, my ace, who helps me, like, navigate a lot of these things. You know, time, time reached out the same night, um, which was crazy. You know, I was like, I cannot, I can't, be like, I can't believe these people are emailing me at 1 a.m. Is it? Yeah. I froze. I froze. Am I good? Okay. Yeah, you're back. You're back. back. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was it was actually humbling and surreal. You know, I, I was able to license images, you know, all over the globe, from from newspapers in Germany to to New wow. Zealand to France to, you know, the entire world, which was uh, crazy. It was crazy. Um, you know, Brazil, especially, has been like a. a receptive I think because politically they're in a kind of similar situation with their president it's kind of like our president yeah so um it was just great to really cool to see it resonate with people everywhere um and really um 
it really felt nice to know that like a black person, a black citizen uh, took an image that spoke to black life uh, and that spoke to, uh, you know, these times. So it made me feel, it made me feel good that it was one of us. Yeah. Uh, was able to tell the story in, in this way. Do you have an agent? Or somebody who manages? Yeah, so, okay. um, you know, like Bruce is my ace, my, you know, he does a lot of my management and I'm, I'm represented by Early Morning Riot, um, which is a production uh, agency uh, based in LA. Oh. So, um, so nice. it's funny because, uh, you know, I had never considered, this is like a, a kind of a testimony because, you know, right around the beginning of the year, I'm like, yeah, I think I might need an agency or I think I might need some type of representation to like get me to the next level because I felt like I was kind of hitting a ceiling. Um, but then all those agencies attracted themselves to me as I continued to do the work. So I was able to have conversations with, you know, a half dozen different agencies and choose, you know, who was best for me. So, um, so that was good. I'm happy I was patient on that and I'm happy like I feel like I'm in a good place uh, with that for sure. Are you working on, um, any projects specifically where, um, where you feel like it like speaks to the black person's uh, experience in America now? I mean, or did you kind of just leave that? Ain't ain't all our projects that though, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 so. But like specifically though, like, is that like your intention to like do more of those? Um, you know, my goal, like my goal is to tell the totality of the black experience, right? So like real life, fantasy life, fashion, like cover all of those bases. Um, I do have some uh, more long-term projects because, you know, now that I'm realizing like the power that images can have and some of the images that I've taken and I know they'll, they'll live a life that'll probably live longer than me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm focused on like some, some more long-term, some projects, but you know how I was like, I don't want to give too much, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on some like more long-term projects that I think would, um, you know, age well, age well. But like, you know, one of the more recent, uh, projects I worked on with, with Comcast and Che Creative uh, was highlighting uh, Black businesses, especially in Brooklyn. So I was able to do that recently. I, I feel like that's just started to roll out. So like anything I can do to make sure that you know, Black people, Black entrepreneurs, Black businesses uh, and their communities can benefit, uh, I'm with it, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you think that um, you'll have some sort of like an archive collection or something that can be made from like the photos or like the video coverage um, that you documented like for black mm-hmm. creatives so that even the people after us um, will be able to look up to, you know, and, and reference for like the civil rights era. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Is that something you should, yeah, I, I think it's something you should work on if you haven't already. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's something like, you know, a lot of the images I haven't posted once, you know, because things are so crazy already. So, um, you know, that's one of the thing. that's one of those situations where I want to give some distance, like it, it, it just happened. In, yeah. In the, in the long, in you want to let it breathe things. a little bit. I want to let it breathe and like, let's, let's continue to like focus on, you know, getting through this election. <laughs> let's focus on getting through this year. <laughs> um, because those spoke to a specific moment in time that I don't really think is over yet. You know, people are still, people are still, you know, in the streets. So um but yeah over time like you know those are i think that is you know some of my most valuable uh work that i've created like a lot of the prints that i sell now are at a very low price um and are available to everyone right i don't i don't charge like a zillion dollars for for prints you can go to my store you can get a print for 15 dollars, 20 dollars if you want to or you can get a bigger one for 200 but like uh those those i'm not having for sale those are going to be limited because i want them to uh you know, I want those those hold a greater value to me, and I feel like those hold a greater value to the overall the uh, the arts and the overall culture of Black people. So, like, I want to like hang on to those for a little bit longer, um, and treat them with a little bit more care. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, in a time where it's so important to like use our voice and like shape the future of our country and things like that, like, how do you protect your peace or like how do you unplug um, from all of this? Yeah. I know we probably, as creatives, we have to do that though, but we all have different methods of doing yeah. that. So tell me what you do. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, like I'm having a hard time. Um, yeah. Like, I remember you hit me about this before everything went crazy. And I'm like, I was like mentally, 
Yeah, you weren't there. In a good place. <laughs> yeah. So things went crazy, and you, I was like, mentally, I'm still not in a good yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, um, still have a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then you hit me when you was ready. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. So, but, um, but you know, um, it's a practice. Like, I, I was listening to a podcast. Like, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name, but like, they talk about like, people do meditation. Like, but when people, like the pros, they refer to it like as a meditation practice, right? So I'm just trying, I'm just practicing getting back those grooves back into place um, so I can kind of be where I need to be um, mentally to be the most productive. Like, I feel like my sanity is in place. And, but, you know, the next level there is to get back into high productivity mode. And when, I, when I'm saying high pro- productivity, I'm doing a lot right now. But in my downtime, how am I spending my downtime? Because frankly, I'm spending a lot of my downtime on Twitter, and which I'm trying to like dial dial back because it's really hard for us to disconnect when things on the news are going crazy. We all know we ain't got to we ain't got to talk about it. So it's um, a lot of information to digest per minute. Every, Every day. day. It's and it's like you're going through an emotional roller coaster. One post may make you laugh, another one make you sad, another one make you cry, mm-hmm. another one make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's a lot. Like I feel like yeah. how how are we even like processing all of this so fast and every single day? It's like build up, build up, build up, build right. up. Right. You know, just more and more and more. It's it doesn't really seem very healthy. It's not. It's not. I'm I'm recognizing it. The other morning I took like a walk. And that was extremely helpful for me. Like you put your phone away, put my phone away, take a walk, feel better. So like that is kind of what I'm focusing on going into October, November, December, this last quarter, which I feel like is very important, especially for us as creators, because, you know, December usually is light for me. Um, So it's all about getting ready for January, February, March to like get things back going, especially in this COVID time, which is a very weird time uh to be in production you know yeah but things are picking back up yeah you know whether even Mm -hmm. even if the production is smaller um things have seen things actually haven't really seemed to like stop at all really you know like sets may be maybe smaller people on sets but things are still Mm -hmm. kind of like moving and shaking um Mm -hmm. which i Mm -hmm. think is pretty cool because even like as a as stylist you know what i mean like things were low for a minute mm-hmm. and it had it had me thinking like dang i don't know like <laughs> i had to get really creative to yeah. really um you know come outside of my comfort zone you know what i'm saying and realize okay well i can't really de- depend on a client i have to make sure that i'm doing other things to right. make sure at the end of the day that i'm good you know so that's when mm-hmm. i came out with like mm-hmm. my course and you know i started selling stuff and it's like okay you know, I really had to like dive into different things, which I'm learning now to keep those things going and keep it afloat in order to really maximize um, being a full creative and entrepreneur. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket. You can't. Um, you and can't. I, I and that's like... what this pandemic taught me a mm-hmm. lot, you know? Yeah. People so... are like, dang, you, so you model now? And it's just like, actually, but I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to find a balance to like, keep you know stay true to who I am and into into what I love to do and and because I kind of to be honest I lost myself a little bit um with styling because you know you just you're behind the scenes a lot you know and and it's it's a lot of work that goes into it so I found myself just kind of like transparent moment I found myself um just kind of like you know dimming my light a little bit and just kind of like focusing all on you know whoever it was my clients that I'm working with and just kind of falling into you know, the background, and it's just like, and I had to learn through this pandemic, like, nah, like, I could do both, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. one or the other, I can actually do both. Yeah, you don't have to limit yourself at all, like. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, so, like, what do you, what have you learned about yourself recently? You know what I learned, like, especially is with the pandemic and stuff, like, a lot of my self-worth and self-value has to do with my output. And I probably has something to do with like social media. Like, so the fact that I wasn't showing new work or, you know, taking photos and showing photos, I felt really down. So like, I, I have to like, I learned that I need to work on disconnecting myself from my work and my self-worth from my career, right? Because mm. 
when you talk about eggs in one basket, you know, you can't, you emotionally, you can't crash if something falls through at work. You know, you can't, you know, like I, I learned like number one rule in freelance and creative is don't get your hopes up. But number two is don't take nothing. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Right? So one and two, like those are the, like, those are important things to, to realize you got to separate your, yourself from your business or be able to separate it uh, at times just to maintain your sanity and keep, you know, keep your ship going forward. So like, that is probably like the number one thing that I learned is like, I, you have to divorce this, your output from like your self-worth because, you know, you are who you are, you're worthy, you're smart enough, you're good enough. Just because you're not showing work right now uh, doesn't mean that you're not viable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think social media kind of tricks us into thinking that though. You know what I mean? Because you, you see people that post constantly every day, every day, every day. And it's like, you know, it's like, okay, I have to stay relevant. If I don't post, I'm not relevant. You know? Mm -hmm. Yes, relevant. That, it's like a psychic thing. It's, it's, it's a psychology thing. It's, it's like, no, that's not, yeah. that's not yeah. how it's supposed to work. Um, how does it feel knowing that you capture just like the black experience of all points of the spectrum so beautifully? You know, do you yeah, feel like that's your calling? That's your purpose? It feels natural. It natural, feels natural, yeah. It, feel, it yeah. feels natural because it's crazy. When I started photography, it wasn't really about black thing. It was, well, of course, I'm black. Everything I do is black. But like, yeah, I also I didn't, I didn't pick black. up a camera. <laughs> like when I when I pick up a camera for the first time, I wasn't like, all right, black people, <laughs> let's do yeah. this. No, it was just like I yeah. like taking pictures. I like photography. My world is black. So I'm telling my I'm telling the story of my world. My world is black. It yeah. wasn't until like I, I started made, making progression that I'm getting, uh, you know, getting questions or getting notoriety about telling the black experience. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, like we're just shooting. Like of all the, the work that we've done together, like we've never talked, we didn't spend much time talking about like what the work we do means for black people. We were like- No, we, we didn't. We, we just did what felt natural, yeah. <laughs> we just do what feels natural. Um, and then like the attention attracted itself to us. And and now we're um, you know now we're black creatives, which is you know I've never shun away from being called a black creative. I am a black creative, but like you know picking up the art of photography, I don't you know I'm I'm working on telling the story of my world, um, and my world is black. Yeah. Shout out to us. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> um, do you have a lot of like young photographers, or not even young, just photographers? Period. Coming to you um, for some type of like mentorship and like what advice do you give them for if in case there's any that's watching right now yeah i, I do i get a lot of inquiries i you know i i'm i will promise i'll get back to everyone you know i'm not a good texter you know <laughs> mark me like <laughs> dnd <laughs> until further notice <laughs> but yeah you know um everybody's path is different different like, yeah like, and like, I know people hear that. And sometimes I hear certain stuff. I'm like, I heard that a million times. But like, you, you got to focus on what you can, what you do best. And like, people will ignore it. Your friends will not ignore it. I mean, your friends will ignore it sometimes. But like, it don't matter. Like, you work on what you're working on and everything else comes to you. Like, you know, like people say, you you know you, you pray for certain things, but like a form of prayer can also be a work. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like you you gotta you just gotta put the shots in. You gotta put the reps in. Like we were shooting, like especially back then was it 2016, 2017? 2016, like, 2017. We was yeah. active, like active, Monday, Tuesday, after work, before work, like before I quit my job. Remember, like you was just like I was like, like I know this man is sick of me, but no, you was genuinely in it too. I was because I yeah. was like, is it just me that I want to shoot every day? But no, nah, like when you're passionate, you know what I'm saying? You just want to create, right? And I feel like to be honest, like I just I just miss that, like having that, you know what I'm saying? Because in LA, it's very different. I feel like yeah. in New York, you just had people that was just passionate, that was just down to just do, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a little different out here, but but yeah, I guess you just got to put in the work, focus on your on what you got going on. Don't compare your work to other people. It's right. okay to be inspired, but there's like a fine line, you know what I'm saying, between being inspired and and also um, being jealous or just comparing or yeah. you know. And a quick note on that, like we was putting up the shots, like so you put up all, you do all these shoots, right? You're just shooting, shooting, shooting. You're not really 
we weren't really thinking about too much. But like once you have like a body of work, like once you have a couple dozen shoots, you start to like recognize patterns in your work. Like, oh, I always tend to do this. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. This. yeah. Oh, I can tell that I like this. And that's how you kind of define your style. You can't really define your style when you don't have a lot to choose from. So we was trying all kind of different things. Like I, I'm trying to get back to that. Like just trying every type of photography, every technique of photography. And like, yeah, like you were saying, you know, be inspired. You know, people gonna copy you. Yeah. You gonna copy people without yeah. realizing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you don't uh, have a lane, if you don't feel like you fit into any lane, create your own. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like just going back to when we were shooting consistently and I was telling you, I was like, man, I'm tired of chasing these agencies, trying to get validation, trying to get signed. Like, fuck that. I'm creating yeah. my own shit. I'm about to do a gallery show. You rocking yeah. with me? <laughs> and I was like, I'm tired of pitching these magazines. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing a gallery show. And like, <laughs> I look back at those photos often. I'm like, wow, I did that. You know what I mean? Like. That's that's one of the, the projects that I've done. I'm just like very proud of, and I'm just mm -hmm. I'm just grateful for like those who like really were there to like help me bring it to life. You especially, mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. But things like that, when you don't find a lane that you fit into, you create your own. You have to. You have to. You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. because who knows? You may start something that allows other people to fall into as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those those were the good old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so what do you overall want to be like remembered for? Mm. I just want to be remembered as like I just want to be remembered as like a good person. Like, you know, work aside, like, yes, you know, I want to be remembered. Like I want to just be a person that, you know, whenever the time comes or like whenever people reflect back on my life, it's like, oh, I've always had like a positive experience with him. Even people that don't know me that well, like, oh, you know, he's always a real solid dude. Like he would, he didn't have no crab. He wasn't doing no crab shit. Like he was just like a solid dude. And you know, work wise, like I just want to be known for 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 being authentically uh, truthful in the work that I do. I want to be known for uh, you know helping to to give language via via photo to uh, to to black people. I want people to see themselves in my work. Um, that's what I want to be known for. Yeah, you know? I was gonna yeah. say I was gonna ask you next, in in terms of like your work, like what feeling do you want to be evoked, or what mm -hmm. message do you want? Um, not necessarily message, but what feeling do you want people to feel? You know, when they when they look at your work. Yeah, you know, I want people to feel all every emotion because you know, I approach different concepts in different ways, whether it be anger, fear, anxiety, pride, but like. Like the baseline of all those things is like empathy, right? I want people to relate to an image in a way that says, you know, I understand uh, the way this person feels. Feels so like if there's a, there's fear in somebody's in an image or there's anger in an image, like I want you to be able to empathize on why this person might feel this way, why this yeah. scene was made this way. So like empathy is definitely like uh, like the baseline understanding um, of what. I want people to feel like I always like to describe my work. Like I like to have movement in my work. I like to have like attitude, uh, like a certain you know black swagger, like which uh, you know we call like uh, a whimsical defiance. You know what I'm saying? Because like by by nature, whimsical defiance. Yeah, by our nature, like we're, we're politicized, you know, out the womb. You know what I'm saying? Like black women, uh, uh, you know, don't even get treated the same when they go, go into the hospital, right? Like when the baby is born, or from the very moment we're born, we're, it's politicized. So, you know, anything we do, um, whether we intend to or not, has a political lens. It is tagged as, as a political um, work. So it's like, you know, fuck, you know, fuck it. Like I'm here. I'm still here, though. It's still flying. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's kind of like where I want to be at. What's What's next for you? What are you What are you working on? Um, or what do you have that you can speak about? I'm sure um, coming up that you're excited about. Uh, well, I have a lot of I have a lot of things that I'm excited about. Um, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things. There's some things I'm excited to show people. There's, there's some things I'm, I'm happy to. I'm excited to show people. Um, you know, my goals. I just want to do more. I want to do more. I want, you know, to be on 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 the biggest stages. Uh, you know, 
creatively. I want to collaborate with you know, other top creatives, including you. Whenever I'm next back in LA or you're back on yeah. this side, um, you know, I'm just ready. I'm kind of like just now feeling like okay, things might be approaching, might be approaching like a semblance of what we had before last year, before right. So it's like, you know, how can we all lock in now that we've, you know, had this spotlight on us as black creators that we didn't have before? Like, how can we? make sure that we're making the most of these moments while also like celebrating all the dope, amazing creators around me who are just having so much success as well. So it's like a beautiful time to really be in. It is. A lot of us are, a lot of us are doing. Yeah. And, and a lot of, it's cool to be surrounded by your peers that are also doing just, just as well. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's cool to be inspired by those around you. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're all in a time where this year, you know, we didn't expect for all of this to happen, but we're with what we've been handed, we're still pushing through, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of beautiful things are coming from, from that. Um, so I think that's cool. Do you have like a dream project or anything that you wouldn't mind yeah. sharing? Yeah, I would have, a, I have plenty of dream projects now. Like, tell tell us, like tell us. A dream project, like I want to work with Rihanna. Like that's a dream. Rihanna, I, yeah. <laughs> You know, because I feel like, you know, she can she can do it all. Uh, of course, you know, the Queen Bee, I want to, you know, the, the Obamas, like the best, you know, Kendrick, like those are yeah. like all, everybody's goals. Like I feel like, you know, this dream project, I have like some more long-term stuff um, where I just want to tell like the story of the people that I came up with, the story of the people that, uh, you know, in Florida, you know, that may have left Florida or still in Florida. It's like, those are the kind of like stories that I'm looking to, to tell moving forward. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy? Yeah, I mean, I mean oh, you know, open-ended. Like, you know, I, I'm still writing it. You know, I'm still writing my legacy. But again, like, it's just, I just want to be a, a net positive to everybody I meet. Like, I always want to bring some doesn't have to be joy, but it's like a positive experience to everybody that knows me and everybody who knew me. Like that is kind of like my legacy and you know talent, uh, the talent that I've been able to to work on. Um, yeah, I, w- I love I would love my work to be, um, you know, in museums. I would love my work to be in the NAMIC. I would love, you know, I would love those things uh, for for the future. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Yo, you're so dope. <laughs> yeah, you are. I just had to take a moment to say that. Um, yeah. Before we before we wrap up, do you, can you tell us about some um, mistakes that you've learned from as an entrepreneur um, that could possibly, you know, help others? Yeah, like the whole thing about like getting my hopes up. Like, you know, a bunch of times you're having conversations about a job you never thought you would get, and you're saying like. All right, this is gonna be great. You know, the day's gonna be next week. Get ready. You get ready, and then oh, we push it back a week. All right, next week. All right, cool. And they push it back another week. It's that right. feeling. It's like okay, okay. All right. Oh, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and like, put investing. Like, you want to be an all-in on thing, but you you don't want to invest too much of your personal, like your your personal. I don't even know what word it is that I'm looking for, but like, you have you have to be ready for wins and failures the same amount. Like you have to treat wins and losses the same amount because you have to understand there's a path. And along this path, you're gonna have some unexpected losses, you have some unexpected wins, but you can't let that, you can't let that deviate you from your path too much. You can't get a big win and your head get all big and then you slow up. And next yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't take a loss and get so down that you slow up, right? It's all yeah. about like moving forward. So like, you know, one specific example is like I had a you know a big gig that was coming through, and uh, and they said, hey, we're gonna send you the contract tonight. And I remember exactly what I was. I was, a, I was at a double house. I'm like, I'll just wait. I'll just wait until the email comes, and then I'll go home. Bro, I waited for hours. I'm like, this email's not. They never sent it. They never sent it. They said we're gonna send it the same day. Um, all love, all love. Of course, like things fall through as part of a much bigger production. You know what I'm saying? And like those things shift, and then my smaller portion of that production shifts as well. I, I completely understand it, but. I had emotionally invested into everything. Like, I'm like, I finally, like, I made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I fell through with it and, it and it put me down to like a deep spiral. I already told the homies, I told my friends. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, too. <laughs> Telling mm-hmm. people before it's actually official. Yes, yes, you yes, know? yes. 
that that does I'm something trying, negative. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. I. Um, of I was just going to say that, yeah, like when I get super excited, I, I'm so eager to share. But I've also learned that you shouldn't share until, really until it's done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've learned so much within this industry. Literally, things change like this. You know what I mean? And your spot is never really solid until it happens, you know? Yeah. Like, so there's so much that, and, and even now, I'm constantly, I'm, I'm learning too, because even with, with, um, with clients and like style and things like that. Like you could have conversations down, you could start prepping, doing the work. You could have all the clothes in your house. And next thing you know, Oh, sorry, decide to go with somebody else. And you're like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you did, so it's just like, make sure that one, you have things in writing, right? Cause we do a lot of work where it's just word of mouth, always follow up via email or something, have something in writing to just like, so that you can protect yourself. And and um, also, you know, staying organized, too, and, and having all your ducks in a row as creatives. You're the one who told me about QuickBooks before. You know what I mean? I never used that shit. I was, like, all over the place. Like, yo, you got to use QuickBooks. So one thing about you, you've always been super on your shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> super creative, but you, you organize and, yeah. and you, you use the proper tools to make sure that um, – you're you're really maximizing this uh, your entrepreneur your entrepreneurship yeah. journey. So, right, right. Um, yeah, I think those are some things that that could really you know help during this time. Yeah, yeah it's how you respond, how you respond to those major letdowns is what's going to define you. Right, mm, that that is how good. that the major letdowns is how you respond to those. So you know. It, that, that can have an effect on you for months or it can have yeah. an effect to you now I'm bulletproof not maybe not bulletproof but things fall like if things fall through okay cool cool yeah my feelings i understand that these things happen mentally i'm back i'm back exactly what was that like so but it took that one to really hit me before, yeah. before i realized that you know this is just part of this is just part of it and yeah and now that you are um you know, a husband and a father. How um, how do you find like balancing that out? I mean, you don't you don't really share too much of that on social, but I'm sure like at least that's your your happy place. Absolutely, you know, um, it's difficult. It's a crazy time. It's yeah. uh, it's COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, family can't visit like you would expect. You can't yeah. have you know, there's no daycares or anything like that. So it, it is difficult. It's a challenge. It's a challenge for everybody in America having this. And, you know, my, my child, uh, her name is Myla. Uh, you know, oh, she makes Myla. me smile. Every, she makes me smile every day. Like, she makes me yeah. laugh out loud every day. Um, something that's been very sacred uh, to me. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I don't um, You're I don't a girl dad. She, I'm a girl dad. I'm a girl dad. So, I let her decide when she wants to get on the socials. Um, but, um, but no, she, it, it's a very, it's pretty much like a, a very strong, I see Jasmine in here, hey, baby. I see, uh, hey, it's, Jasmine. It's a really strong, it's a really strong connection that she and I have. And it's like a lot of, it's a big motivating factor uh, for me in terms of like what my story, what she'll be able to say about me when she's yeah. in the And like, um, you know, especially now that I'm uh, like my parents, like I can remember when my parents were my age. So like, okay, like, some of the decisions that were made, okay, I could kind of understand. I have like a different vantage point of how they were thinking and what it was like. Yeah, so, like, I want her. Especially to, like, the times that she's born into, you know, it's like it's like when raising. I mean, I'm not a, a mom or a parent yeah. yet, but yeah. I can only imagine. Like, you know, you have to take those. You got to be more intentional, you know, with what you're right. trying to project, what you're trying to teach, because babies or children they're so they're like sponges you know mm -hmm. they they can sense energies and like you know all those things so i'm sure you got to be like super intentional and i'm sure you guys are doing a great job i can't wait to like meet her one day yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny because like she's so she's so little she's like she's like seven eight months now so yeah you know there's so much more growing she has to do and so much more like parenting that needs to be done and like i realize even my parents everybody's parents like yeah, oh, they just oh, they were just trying, just trying to figure it out, figure shit yeah. out. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Like all the like the it's funny because I'm like you watch all like the YouTube videos and the mom blogging. How to be a no. 
Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing like that. Everybody's journey is different. It goes back oh, to that, yeah. you know? There's so, no blueprint. Um, so, so just navigate it. And plus, nobody's an expert right now like yeah. how to do this during a pandemic. Like, you add during a yeah. pandemic to anything. So, like, um, it's just, like, recognizing that sometimes you got to sit down and recognize that you ain't going to know everything, that, that, any part of life, right? Yeah. You're not going to know everything, but um, you could be intentional about trying your best. And... Um, and, and being honest and emotionally honest with yourself, that way you can be, yeah. you know, and that way you could communicate much better to the people closest to you. Because if you lie to yourself, how, how can you be honest to someone else? You know what I'm saying? That's true. So That's true. Um, it was really just trying keeping it 100 with yourself. And like, obviously, I don't have it all figured out. I'm, you know, yeah, we're learning everything, new things everything about, about every day. Aspiring, aspiring, working towards, right? Yeah. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Like, all the right. things I'm saying, I fail at, right? right. <laughs> so I continuously fail at, but I'm working. That's that's my target, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But it's important to define your target and like aim for. It. So um, it, it is a challenge, and it feels like um, it feels like a, it's a lifelong challenge, uh, especially you know being responsible for someone's life. Um, but I also want to inspire her because she's not gonna remember these times. So she's not, these, yeah. These. So but I she can see it through your work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Which is now a she kind of knows yeah. how wild 2020 was. She was like right, she you know right here in New York the whole time. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I can't wait to see. I know you capture her all the time. Like, oh yeah. Would, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't wait to see what those images are looking like too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, thank you so much for taking this time out to you know sit and have a conversation with me. I miss you, and I can't wait to create with you very soon, hopefully, um, when, you know, the world is looking up or whenever you can get to L.A., mm -hmm. um, but I wish you much continued success. Likewise, uh, likewise. Yeah, and just to keep keep finding the light, you know what I mean? Like, every yeah. day is different, but stay focused on the light and, and give yourself grace in the, you know, dark times, too, and just be, be easy on yourself. Be nice. Of be course, gentle. Of course. You know, we're all going through it, so... Yep. Sending you much love, Mark. Thank you so much. I receive it. Send it right back to you. Thanks again for having me. Yay. Much love. Thank you. I'm glad we finally did this. I'll talk yes, to you soon. Tell Jazz when I say hello. <laughs> I will. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another Creatives Exchange. Um, that was so much fun. Mark is... He's very dear to me, so I'm just glad that he took time to do this with me. And, yeah, I have some people coming up that I'm going to be doing a crazy exchange with very soon as well. But I'm also not putting pressure on myself to, you know, do it every day or every week. You know what I mean? I'm giving myself grace. And as creatives, we just kind of grow through things. So thank you guys for showing love and, like, you know, um, being present and supporting. I appreciate y'all so much. So sending everybody love and light and enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you guys soon. Bye.